You call me strong, you call me weak, but still your secrets I will keep. Defend it all the time, I'll never let you down. You stumble in and bumped your head. It's not for me to you be there. I picked you up, I picked you back on solid ground. If I go crazy, then who used to call me Superman? If I'm alive and well, will you be there holding my hand? I'll keep you by my side with my superhuman might. All right, guys. All right, guys. I am having severe issues in regards to uh, connecting my systems. Uh, It seems that every time I go on a trip, uh, people... (laughs) make sure to ban me off platforms and write hit pieces. I am so over this. And this is just, this just goes to show that, uh, you know, when you're over the target, they come after you full force. Uh, some people, they, uh, unpersoned in order to make them ineffective. Uh, and, and, and that helps for me. Every time they attack me, I get stronger. Uh, even though it causes me discomfort, you know, cash app, usually I use, uh, to pay for things like servers. So I don't have to share my banking information. Um, and you know, send my daughter money. Like when she was deployed, that's the only thing that I could do was to send her that. Uh, so it's, it's, it's quite disheartening to see just how vicious they are. And I'm kind of glad that our president, address that and Georgia. Uh, so, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm like the blob. Wasn't it the blob that they just kept throwing things at and it would just absorb it and just, you know, the blob would be bigger. Yeah, that's me. So, you know, for all these losers out there that claim that they're on the forefront, you're not, you are just banned off of YouTube because they didn't like what you had to say. And I think they did the world a, um, a favor by ensuring that they, um, remove you because all you did was lull people to sleep. So for me, I know a lot of you hate this, but that's a fact. I'm glad that they removed all of these losers that were pushing, uh, you know, uh, sleepy time stories and giving people random information that they claimed was true. Okay. Now this is fact because this is war. And I, I've said that for a very, very long time, but today I wanted to cover, um, what the president said yesterday, because I did tell you months ago that it's going to start in Ohio. And yes, it is. And today, Arizona isn't announcing from what I know, and that's fine. But today there's a very big meeting in Georgia. That'll be very interesting. And it was interesting while we were there. I spoke to someone and I told this person, I want you on my show to tell everyone what you have done. This woman is a patriot. Um, I was supposed to meet with her on the day and I got so, I had a morning thing to do that I can't talk about. And then I met up with Millie and Gavin because we needed to talk about some stuff in person with no phones and technology. So um, we had that conversation. So it was a long one. And then because, you know, they're in the uh, Millie mobile 
we had a great drop off at the airport in the uh, evening. So um, that was um, that was quite interesting. I'm really excited about Sarasota next week. I hope all of you are. I think that one's going to be super fun. I know that um, in Ohio, the turnout was insane. Uh, I, uh, Nick, who's actually uh, a, a friend, uh, like, you know, you treat every and you leave it alone. Now, another thing I wanted to address is how people keep, you know, asking me to comment on people I know. Like, oh, did you see Deep Rig? This is so dumb. Who organized it? Did you see what Patrick said? Not Burn, Bergie. Did you see this? Did you see that? Okay, listen, I don't speak for other people, okay? There's a lot of people that say things that I don't agree with at all. There's a lot of things that people do that I do not agree with at all. Like, for example, I know who Mike Cernovich is. I know the blackmail that's on him and I know what kind of person he is. But you know what? I still like him. <laughs> Go figure. I still like him. Not that I would trust him, but I still like him. Even though I know, I know, you know why I like him? Because I know where he stands and I know why he stands where he stands and why he got there. See, he's an easy open book story. He's the easiest one. So I want you to ask me things where I stand and I'll tell you, yes, I stand here and this is what I have to say. But don't ask me about what others do because it's none of my business of how they respond. My interactions with them aren't out in the public ever with anybody. You know, it's kind of like when, when shills are like, what's your deal? And they send me pictures with people. It's like, how do you know that I'm, when you send me this picture, I'm not having dinner with them or lunch or breakfast or just hanging out or having a video chat. You don't, you look stupid. So again, keep your gut well-oiled and shiny and polished. Do not waver from what resonates with you. This is one of the most important things I said you will have to focus on last year in May and April when I told you the media was calling the elections. It is exactly what I told you you will need to be able to discern through bullshit. Yes, I could have called out all this BS in 2020, but it was not going to serve a purpose at the time. Okay? So, again, focus on your gut. Focus on what you trust to know as fact and what resonates with you. Don't expect other people to tell you what to think, but don't expect me not to showcase the ones that I know for a fact. When I've got tangible evidence, <laughs> you better run. So anyway, shifting gears on that, there's a lot going on through Arizona, Georgia. The people are simply asking, Hey, we've got elections, right? We want to make sure that they're safe. We want to make sure that they're fair and we want to check them. There's no big deal to do that. Okay. There is no big deal to do that. That shouldn't be undermining anything because like we said before, it's easy for them to question elections, but we're not allowed to. That's not fair. When, wait a minute, we are allowed to, because let's not forget what have we always said here? They work for us. The country is for us. It's not theirs. We're not, we're not supposed to be ruled. We're not supposed to be ruled. So on that note, without showing the video, we will listen to what uh, our president had to say, and I will stop and comment. But you know, it's funny. 
what's really funny is the content of what he was talking about. And um, this is what's most important. Take a listen. Well, I want to thank Ohio for the incredible turnout. There's thousands of people trying to get in. And all of the unbelievable, hardworking patriots who are here tonight at the very first rally of the 2022 election. We're going to take back the House. We're going to take back the Senate. With your help, we are going to defeat the radical Democrats. And we have no choice. You know that, right? We have no choice. And we're going to elect an amazing slate of proud American first Republicans next year. America first. You never used to hear that expression, did you? You hear it plenty now. After just five months, the Biden administration is already a complete and total catastrophe. I told you, crime is surging, murders are soaring, police departments are being gutted, illegal aliens are overrunning their borders. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. Our poor borders, they were so perfect, they were so good. Drug cartels and human traffickers are back in business like they've never been before. They're doing numbers that they've never even thought possible. And just a few short months ago, drugs were way down. Human trafficking was way down. It was all way down. It was all they had to do is go away for a little while. It was beautiful. But the schools, when you take a look at schools and you look at all of the things that happen, left wing indoctrination camps, Critical race theory is being forced on our military. Gas prices are spiking. Inflation is skyrocketing. And China, Russia, and Iran are humiliating our country. Joe Biden is destroying our nation right before our very own eyes. The number one priority for everyone who wants to save America is to pour every single ounce of energy you have into winning a gigantic victory in the midterms and in 2024. Together, we will send Joe Biden and the fake news media. There's a lot of people back there. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Do you miss me? They miss me. Yeah, they do. But guess what? None of them reported about it. They were there to see if there was some riot. They wanted to get clips. They wanted to see fighting. They wanted to see something. And they didn't see anything. So they didn't report it. But one thing he is pointing out to you is that 2022 is important. This is the end of the shadow presidency. I will only say that once. And it is very important because as we've said many, many times before, there is no time to wait for 2024. Are you kidding? Things are about to go down real fast, real hard, 
real quick. And the media is trying to do anything to save face. But nothing can stop what is coming. Hey, mister. I know. They look at their bad ratings and they're saying, we miss this guy. I said it was going to happen. I was waiting for them to endorse me, actually. I know that was a big step, but they're going down the tubes. Their numbers are very bad. But together, we will send Biden and the media and all of the people that are so bad to our country, big tech tyrants, a message they cannot ever censor, cancel, or ignore. We will take back the House, we will take back the Senate, and we will take back America, and we will do it soon. And wait till you see how fast that fix is. There is no more dire threat today than the crisis on our southern border. Other than perhaps our elections, that's a dire threat too. That's probably the biggest threat of all, isn't it, huh? What happened in the election, it's a disgrace. But we'll be talking about that. Unless you'd rather not have me talk about it. Would you rather talk about it? I had a feeling. Immediately upon taking office, Joe Biden deliberately and systematically through his people, because I don't think he did it, dismantled America's border defenses and incited a flood of illegal migrants like this country has never seen. They violated our laws from every single corner of the globe. They were invited in and we can't do that. We can't afford it. We can't have it. We can't have people coming out of prisons. We have no idea who they are. Illegal border crossings are now up 976% since just a short few months ago. When I left office, we gave the new administration the most secure southern border our country had ever seen by far. We ended the ridiculous catch and release. You know what that is. You catch them and you release them into our country, a brilliant policy. And they're back at that now. We ended asylum fraud. We built almost 500 miles of very beautiful, very successful wall that was working. And it would have been, oh, thank you. That's. A friend of mine, he's a conductor. What a beautiful sound. By the way, I have to say, you know, I have to say, just driving over here was a 30 minute drive from the airport. The farms, the houses, the lawns are all beautiful. It looks like you cut your lawns every day. You have no crime, you have no murders, you have no muggings. I said to a couple of the law enforcement people who are phenomenal, by the way, I said, what are the crime stats here? Let me guess. There's not a lot of it. He said, sir, there isn't. But every lawn was so beautiful. Every farm was perfect. The barns were painted. The place is gorgeous. And thank you for letting us win 
on November 3rd, the great state of Ohio in a record, a record number. And let's remember that corrupt, disgusting clown of a footballer, right, that ran claiming that he was pro-Trump and days after he swore in, he voted to impeach him. Remember that. Remember, they will tell you anything they that you want to hear in order to get there. And you're going to say, well, why did President Trump not do his homework? He is but one man. <laughs> and, you know, I don't think people understand just how many one-person shows there are out there, right, trying to get things done for the people. I don't think people understand just how difficult it is. If you're surrounded by bad people, by people that want to profit for themselves, by people that really believe that people should bend the knee to some sort of people, they think you're stupid. They think they're more superior to you. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how. The simple example. I, I get on my flight... And obviously, I make use of my miles like nobody's business, right? I'm always, like, checking in quick, get my free upgrades. You know, hey, I traveled the world. I collected points to make sure that, you know, I can be comfortable later when I travel. Yeah, I'm I'm the chick that pays $100 and gets first class. I love great deals, too, don't you guys? I'm a little bit upset that I hadn't budgeted out correctly so that on Prime Day, I can get the auto-emptying the vacuum thingamajiggy, uh, you know, where it like sucks up the stuff because I have a Roomba and it's like over, I think I got it in like 2013, 2012. Shoot. I don't even remember. And I wanted to get the new one and it was from like $700 to 300 and ugh, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> I'm a deal queen. Anyway, I get on the plane and immediately after sleeping and I did sleep, you know, when the bars close at the restaurants, they have like these really nice booths, right? I actually went there and took a power nap for two hours because my flight was delayed by six and a half hours because they don't have employees, right? And so everyone's cranky. And there's this old guy. He's like 85, 86, and he's really slow, right? So he's taking off his sweater really slow. As he takes off his sweater, his mask comes off, but he's busy trying to get things done. You know, he's in first class, whatever, and he's trying to get his stuff done so that way everybody else can get on the plane. You know, he was one of the first people. And so this salty, feisty little steward walks and put your mask up. And it's like, dude, can you not see the guy has like his arms in a sweater right now trying to take it off? Right. Who does he think he is? Right. And he and I was like, hey, calm down. And he was like, look, I don't need to be here at two o'clock in the morning to fly out when it's not my shift. And I was like, well, I didn't need to have to buy a ticket when there was no staff. Why are you guys selling tickets if you don't have the staff to cover it? And he just looked at me. He's like, give me your handbag. You can't have it on the floor. And I was like, okay, well, my bag might spill out. So I want to stuff it under my chair. You're not going to do that. You're going to give it to me. Are you refusing? Because I could take you off the plane if you're refusing. And I was just like, what is going on? Who are these people? And why do they think they are gods on flying buses? Harassing 80-year-old men 
And all these other people that have been put together, uh, uh, you know, to sit on the most uncomfortable chairs. Sorry, Charlotte, you've got shitty chairs. And uh, this guy's like super old. Like I felt so bad. I wanted to knock him out. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be like, here's my bag. He's like, hmm. Oh, this is going to spill out. I just looked at him like, oh, shit. Didn't I say that? So I just kind of said, hmm. And I'm short, so I can't see. Maybe you can help me pick it all up when it spills around. And he just, and I said, I, I wouldn't want you throwing me off the plane, right? And I sat down, buckled my belt, and rolled my eyes and sat there. Let me tell you something. All these people think that they are some sort of God because they abide by these crazy rules. There was this insane person I saw on Twitter putting that he felt like he was he was living a nightmare because there were all these people at restaurant. What did he say? There's so, wait, let me read it. Let me read it to you because this was hilarious. Um, he said, Trump's willing to take the, no, that's not it. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I see packed restaurants and people inside stores and malls and their kids aren't wearing masks. I feel like I'm in a horror movie and it's like, bitch, get yourself some crayons, get yourself in a safe space. And I hear that there's a lot of those safe spaces somewhere in the Philippines and Venezuela. See, these people that are listening to fake Fauci, to the fake Russia, 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 right? Think that they're higher than you. They, uh, that you're stupid, right? Okay. And that they're better than you. Like, you know, the little bitch that told off the old man who it, guys, the sweater was like over his eye, like, uh, you know, on his forehead, right? His arms were still in there and he's yelling at him to put on his mask because he pulled it off when he was pulling off his sweater. Obviously, he wasn't the first class steward. The first class steward was badass because you know what my ass does? I'm like, yeah, I'd like a drink. And I sit there and I hold that shit to my mouth throughout the whole flight. Like if I'm going to get sweaty mouth and fogged up glasses, right? But that person wasn't even in his area. He was just there to yell at everyone that was, uh, you know, yelling at the other person for, you know, not sitting correctly. It's like I felt like we were in like a prison camp. These are the types of people we have telling us that we're wrong. We're the crazy ones. We're, we're, we're wrong. We're bad because we don't abide by whatever rules they are. When I hear people say, just follow the rules. It's like, oh my God, I can see them lifting their hands up and, you know, you know, screaming out shit like Kyle Hitler. I kid you not. This is what they are doing. They are creating an environment of, obedience because that is what's coming. You know, many, many times, and, and, I, and, I, and I wanted to write this, but there are many times, and I was expressing this frustration to Millie and Gavin when we were sitting out with lawn chairs in the middle of a parking lot, because that's how we roll. Um, and I said, you know, I'm so frustrated. We had everything. We went as far as we could. And it was as if everything was being stopped and rejected. And it hurts. It hurts to know that you're seeing this train wreck and it's going and you can see where it is. It really does hurt. But then on the other hand, I'm thinking, say, say a year ago, right? All this went down before covid 
99% of you wouldn't believe half the things that they're capable of doing and how much power they had. And we would be right back in the same place we are today. If, you know, we were able to get this all done before January 6th, right, where people would listen and we would tell them they've planned this insurrection. Here's the plan. Here's a freaking fucking affidavit from November telling you their plan for January, right? Maybe then, uh, you know, we could have avoided this. This was, this was the conversation. But if we would have avoided it, then all of you would still believe that one person can bring it home when it's a bunch of one persons standing alone, you know, with no security, their feet dangling in the air, still fighting, right? And one of them is the president. He is surrounded by snakes. Rudy Giuliani, surrounded by snakes. Everyone is surrounded by snakes while they're attacking the people. And this is why I am firm on this. I believe that unfortunately, a lot of people have to go through all of this. You must have the boot on your face to rise up. It's when you're whipped into submission that you stand up and realize that people do not have the power that they claim to have over you. That is the way it is. This is how it gets done by you being at that lowest point. Now, the left does one thing very well. And that's that they unite. They're very organized and united under fake demagoguery statements. The right, on the other hand, is a mix-up of people that are willing to sacrifice everything and anything in order to ensure that they stand free. And they stand together on that. But in that midst are those that have the greed bug, the power bug, that wish to capitalize, monetize, or subdue those that unite under one flag. And we are victims of infiltration on all levels. I remember when all of us sat, all, all the whole Team America sat in that, basement of the hotel waiting for the Gucci shoes, the tranny and the cowboy to come and debrief us. I looked at them and I looked at Bergie. I remember looking at Patrick Bergie and I was like, damn, this is so fucked up. Every single group that is supposedly investigating this uh, election fraud is corrupt. Every single one of them. And, you know, they had Sam Faddis, ex-CIA. They had Tony Schaefer, who was running point. And then he claims Barr told me, Barr didn't tell you shit, okay? You were running point and sequestering information. Guys, every single one of those fuckers had all the evidence they needed. And it was never acted on. Never. Never acted on. There were so many teams pushing to, oh, no, we're going to do it like this. Oh, no, we're going to do it like that. Oh, no, we're going to do it like this. And all of them were bidding millions of dollars. Yeah. Ask, ask Tony Schaefer how much his bid was to whoever it was, maybe even Patrick Byrne. Hey, Patrick, pay me this many million dollars and I'll do this. And it's like, stop. Why do you need to get paid? Can we just get this shit done first? And then you could talk about money. 
right? I remember Millie telling me, Tori, are you insane? I was like, dude, I got like, you know, $1,300. I'm coming down there. I got my little, you know, half moon check marks on hotels.com. I'm coming down there and I'm going to use the only credit card that I have. That's a prepaid credit card, by the way. And I'm going to pay to put my cats in that fucking hotel because someone's got to fix this. She was like, all right, all right, all right, let's all go. How much do we have? And we're all pooling and we're like, let's go. Cause it's expensive to get the whole team fucking out. And yet there were people down there, people down there bidding money to get this shit done. Bidding money. Uh, give me a million dollars. I'll get this done. I need 3.2 million. And I got all these nice little hackers that could do it. No, you fucking can't. Why? Cause you're not me. And they would just look at me like, what? <laughs> yeah, we have the information. You don't, you think you can get the information, but now it's too late. We've had it for this long. Oh, we got Hunter Biden's laptop here and we're going to like pull out. And I was like, you're not going to fucking do anything. Cause I had that shit before you. And what you have is a portion of it. You suck. And you're bidding, you're taking, and you're asking people to pay you, pay you to help the country. What kind of fucking patriot is that? Yes, I understand. To buy, to buy equipment, to, to, to stay at the hotel, to, to hire hackers, to get the networks up, to do all one by one. We got assembled from ev from coast to coast. We got everyone assembled slowly. Hey guys, I got this at PayPal. All right, let's do this. Hey guys, I got this over here. Let's do this. That's how we work. Because God will bring whatever you need as long as you're doing it correctly. And this is where the problem is at. That we have a lot of people out there that were trying to get things done as long as they were profiting. And while they were trying to profit, they were also infiltrating and creating gatekeeping. Why? Shit. If Tori comes with this and then John comes with this and they're bringing it to the table and it's bonafide, then we don't. It wasn't only infiltrating. Okay. It was infiltration of greed and power to be relevant. The question that I was asked is what's your deal? And I was like, my country's my deal. What are you talking about? Well, what do you want out of this? You want a job at the white house? Fuck no. You can pay me enough money to be in the white house. Now I would temporarily be in a skit for 72 hours and I will weasel out every single person that I know has worked in this project, that project, that project. But other than that, no, I'm pretty happy, uh, being on the radio and just, uh, hanging out with people. Uh, so no, I would have to say a big fat no to that. And this is constantly it. What's your deal? What's your, there is no fucking deal. There's, let's get this done. Cause my kids have got to live in this world. Me, I'm done soon. In this reality, my children are bound to this. I need it fixed. And that should be the goal of every single person out there. Not let me bid and do what they did was disgusting. They held information back in order to ensure that they get paid. All right. That's the bottom line. That's what happened. Now, while many will say, well, nobody trusts me because you kind of like work for Brennan and, and, and we can't like verify. Yeah, people like me don't exist. Do not trust me. Do not trust anything I say. But when I give you fucking evidence that you can't refute, you take that shit and you run with it. That's the way it is. You don't have to trust anyone. 
You see their actions and you see their information. That's how trust is built. And when I hear people, oh, you know, I have to know you to trust you. Nobody gives a shit. If you start life like that, you'll end up dead with no one that you've trusted. You take everyone at 100% and you let them tell you who they are by their actions and their productions. That's the way it is. So when I see people sitting there saying things, it's like, no, bitch, you blocked information because you had a bid in and you needed money rather than say, damn, these people are working. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take their information and we're going to pretend it's ours. That was a strategy. I have emails that show that too from really big names, right, Tony? So there's a lot going on there. While Millie was trying to negotiate immunity deals for the whistleblowers so they didn't get thrown into prison for breaking, you know, NATSEC or anything, they were busy trying to find out all this information, right? So they can take it and run with it. When we were openly, what? Giving it on air. I was giving you all that information on air. All they had to do was listen. It's not our information to sequester. So this is how it went down. So you understand the president's frustration and how he wants to move forward. When I tell you self-preservation is the ugliest quality, it kicks back to that reptilian part of your brain of survival. And instead of them thinking, shit, let's just get this done. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who gets credit. Let's just get this shit done. All of you read my affidavit. Look at it step by step by fucking step. I did that shit in November. Everything in there has come to fruition to date. And when the Arizona election comes out, that's going to even put the nail on the coffin. Not only that, the Ukraine shit is in there. Oh, Ukrainians in the Capitol. No shit. I helped plan that in Ukraine. So when they're using your own playbook, it's like, you know, you think... Joe Montana or whatever other person that's done the same play over and over again can't recognize their play. That's the problem. So what's about to come is not going to be nice at all. This is now the end of it. This is where it gets hot. Okay. This is where it gets hot. But guess what? While I'm actually quite irritated, right? Quite irritated and quite attacked in my personal sphere. They are trying to strangulate me thinking, well, we'll find a way. I know that God will find a way that I will never have a day without food in my tummy, my rent paid, and I paid two rents by the way, right? And able to charge my car and go where I need to go. He won't. No matter how many platforms you ban me off of, I will probably have like a like direct shoot where cash is just falling on my lap because he says so. So the more you attack me, the more it'll come to me. And that's the truth. I mean, I went to Georgia now. <laughs> like I won't go there. Wait till you wait till you see what happens and just wait. I go to Miami. Whoa, what happened there? These are the things that they can see and they know. And the more you attack me, the bigger I become. Because in the end, right, in 2022, when you guys are in a handicap, I'm going to own all your asses. And how is that going to happen? Well, guess what? Today, I'm going to introduce you to the real shit that they're scared of. It's not about the president coming back. I told you he had six years left. One year's almost complete. 
got another five. It's not that. It's what I'm going to introduce you to. Now, <laughs> wait till you see what I'm going to introduce you to. Now, let's continue a little bit with the present before I do that. And I'm sorry that I had to put all that information out there, but I felt really compelled when I see so many people claiming patriotic and I'm the news, you're bullshit news. Okay. You're bullshit news. You're the news that gives news to make sure people think you're news. The real news are the facts, right? And this is why that individual, that patriot working on that video, which by the way, I should probably share some of it, right? Let me see. I'll, I'll share it. Let's just, let's just listen a little bit more to the president, what he has to say. And then I'll share some little clips. A record number. We won a lot of places that people haven't figured out yet, but actually most of them have. We empowered ICE to do their jobs. We worked to cancel down on sanctuary cities. We, we did a number on sanctuary cities. We want to cancel sanctuary cities. Sanctuary cities take care of Many, many criminals, they're very dangerous places. Even in California, they really want sanctuary cities out, but for some reason, the politicians don't. Didn't they send out 38 million ballots in California? I wonder what the real vote in California would be. And we crushed the very vicious thugs known as MS-13 under my administration. When an illegal alien trespassed across our borders, we caught them, we detained them, and we rapidly threw them the hell out of our country, and we did it by the thousands. And once we got the word out, people didn't come. It wasn't really that big a deal. And people just didn't come. Once he came in, he said, we want everybody to come in. Oh, that was a disaster. You have, by the way, not the numbers they report. Remember, they're fake news. You have millions of people coming into this country. You have millions of people coming into our country. We have no idea who they are. Joe Biden is doing the exact opposite as we did. His policy is to make illegal immigration as easy as possible, instituting catch and release, ripping apart our Asylum agreements, ordering a stop and like, did you see this? A stop order. Any contractors here? Do you ever get a stop order? We had the biggest stop order the world has ever seen. We stopped finishing the wall. We stopped working on the wall. Now they want to finish the wall and the contractors are saying, how much are you going to pay us? They have to start all over again. I want to just congratulate those contractors. They're going to make a fortune. They crippled ICE and the Border Patrol. I'll tell you what, Border Patrol. These are incredible people. ICE, they're incredible people. I wouldn't want the job. I wouldn't want it. Most of the people, you have some very tough people in this audience. I can't see anybody that would do that job very well. Let me just say, it's a rough job. They run into a pack. They call it a pack. They run into a pack of MS-13 and they start swinging and they start swinging hard. And in the end, they win. They're tough. They're smart. And you know what? They love our country. And somebody has to do that work. For the last three months, more than anything that you've ever seen, the illegal alien miners have arrived at our border. These are 
in many kids, just wonderful kids. And legal alien and massive. They think it's really good to have all these people coming into our country. Be right. If you care about the security of your family, this is the only place in the country that made tanks. So I guess that means we're going to have to buy them from China. I said, so who's going to do this if you close this great facility? The talent was incredible. The ball bearings that they made, every single one with love and with care, and that turret, would you could flip it with your finger practically. It was just incredible technology. I said, who's going to make our tanks? And I, I ended that order. It was a stupid order. I ended it. And we now have that plant working overtime, making tanks and tanks and tanks. And if we didn't, I mean, you wouldn't have a tank. And believe it or not, tanks are very important. Max's opponent is a guy named Anthony Gonzalez, who's bad news. He's a grandstanding rhino, not respected in D.C., who voted for the unhinged, unconstitutional, illegal impeachment witch hunt. Remember, he was claiming that he loved Trump. Remember, I did a whole thing about Gonzalez a year ago, didn't I? The witch hunt. You know, this guy used to call me and my people in the office would say, do you know somebody named Gonzalez? I said, no, he's a congressman from Ohio. I said, so what? Well, tell me about him. What's the story? He wants to go to Ohio in Air Force One because I was coming to Ohio. I came to Ohio a lot. OK, I feel very comfortable. I used to work in Ohio. I used to work in Cincinnati, Ohio. I love it. The Queen City, Cincinnati. But he wanted to know if he could fly on Air Force One. You know, with all the people in Congress, I think he was just about the only guy ever. Could. He heard I was going to Ohio. Could he fly back and forth in Air Force One? I said, I don't know. Who's the guy? I Tell me about him. And I didn't hear much good. But I said, what the hell? He's asking. So let him ride. You know, it holds like 400 people. So you put a guy in a seat, right? And I didn't get to know him too well, but I'd see him on the plane and then I'd see him go back and then I'd be going three months later and he'd call again. Could I go to Ohio on Air Force One? I put him on the plane, I put him back. And then That's it. Call the little bitch out. The next thing I heard his name next time he was impeaching me. He was impeaching me. I don't know. That's, that's not the reason I'm doing this, but I just thought it's a, it's a character trait that was not so good. Not so good. Now, he's a, he's a sellout. He's a fake Republican and a disgrace to your state. I will tell you that. Yes, he is. And he ran on the thing. I'm a footballer that did all these touchdowns, and you got to love me. And I'm like the best. Told me. Two years ago, she said, sir, do you think we could have fireworks at the magnificent, you know, those magnificent faces? I love those faces. Do you think my face will ever be that? Or that? They all said, you want it now. Let's leave it the way it is. But she called, could we have fireworks, right? And I said, what's the problem? They won't approve it, the Democrats. They wouldn't approve for years and years and years. I said, is there anything that can burn? No, you know, stone. I said, what's the problem? They just won't give it. So we gave it and we had a night to remember, right? Remember that? That was something. And the Democrats just announced that they're canceling it for the people of South Dakota. They're canceling it. I, I don't know, you know. 
They're canceling it. So you have some other alternatives, but nothing could be like those nights, right? Nothing could be like those nights. It was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. And they will not cancel that particular slab that is so beautiful, so incredible. You know, they were talking about, let's take it down. No, they're not gonna, they were talking about Thomas Jefferson. They wanna take it down. We stop that, we stop that. But uh, these people, they're sickos. <laughs> There's no question about it. There's a lot of sickness there. So Christy, thank you very much for being here. We appreciate it. And we'll get the fireworks back. We'll get those fireworks back, okay? Great Mount Rushmore. County commissioners, Michelle Hung and David Moore, and my friend JJ and Jan Cafaro. Great people, they're great. Thank you, thank you everybody. Thank you JJ for being here, thank you. Over the years, our movement achieved more than anyone thought possible. There's never been anything like it. We passed record-setting tax cuts, massive regulation cuts, which I think were even more important than tax cuts in terms of the economy. That's what gave us that incredible base that they're destroying slowly, but it, create, it was so strong, it has some momentum. Regulation cuts, again, nobody's ever seen anything and achieved. American energy independence, which by next month will be gone. We'll be buying our oil from the Middle East again, and we'll be buying it from Russia. Remember Russia, Russia, Russia? We ended decades of disastrous trade deals, withdrawing from the terrible Trans-Pacific Partnership would have destroyed your business approval rating with the vets. Up. But I don't see any signs of progress with these people. In fact, they want to go back to negotiating with Iran. It's just not even believable. If she did win. But Stacey Abrams goes around saying she won the election. Nobody says anything. Hillary Clinton says she won the election. Nobody says anything. I say we won the election. That's terrible. That's terrible. Isn't it? A, isn't to get it out of our schools and they have to ban it in our workplaces and ban it in our states and ban it in okay, federal agencies and ban it in our this is key listen military maybe most importantly in addition if government-run schools are going to teach children to hate our country and racism 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 parents must be given the power to opt out out of the horrible, horrible schools. They're being forced to send their kids to these schools. And we have to provide school choice. And we were a long way to getting it. The radical left is trying to rip our nation apart. And there is no depth to which they will not sink. You've seen it, you've seen it, and you've seen it strongly. Just can't have it. There's no better example than the election that we talk about and talk about so proudly because we did so well. The 2020 presidential election was rigged. We won the election in a landslide. You know it, I know it, and you know who else knows it? The fake news knows yep, it. Yep, they do. Democrats and their allies in big tech and in the fake news media viciously did everything possible to deny our victory and to delay the count till they could figure out how many votes were needed to drag Joe Biden across the finish line. You know that. 
Now they censor, conceal, and smear you. If you look into the election today, you know, I saw the other day where they were saying, we are going to look into the election. I said, that's great. No, they're not looking into that. They're looking into the people that want the truth. They're not looking into the election. The election was the lie. That was the big lie. You know, they talk about the big lie. They always say, while it is totally disproven, you know, every sentence, like every sentence they say, well, it's a, no, it's totally disproven in the opposite way. But the big lie is what took place on the evening and the morning, November 3rd, November 4th, November 5th. And they know it and they don't want to talk about it. You ever notice, though, I was going to say, so Hillary Clinton's allowed to talk about it, right? Stacey Abrams, she said she won for governor. By the way, we might have been better if she did win for governor of Georgia, if you want to know the truth. We might have had a better governor if she did win. But Stacey Abrams goes around saying she won the election. Nobody says anything. Hillary Clinton says she won the election. Nobody says anything. I say we won the election. That's terrible. That's terrible. Isn't it a, isn't it a terrible situation? All these geniuses are running for office and they're doing good and we're going to introduce them in a couple of seconds and we're having a good time and we'll just keep it going should we keep it going or get the hell out of here for the first time in history they mass mail tens of millions of absentee ballots and ballot applications to every person on the rolls dead or alive legal or illegal resident or non-resident of our country they installed millions of dollars worth of illegal unmanned drop boxes. How about these drop boxes where they were 96% for Joe Biden? The vote was 96 for Biden and some of them showed up very, very late. They say, where are they? Oh, they come the next day. 96% for Biden. And you know, I was told that you can give $5,600. But Zuckerberg gave $500 million to all of this stuff. Now, that's legal, right? That's legal? I don't think so. And the whole lockbox scam that's another thing. That's just one of many things they did. In fact, what happened here is what the State Department used to criticize in communist countries. Illegal use of absentee ballots. They went after them very strongly. Opposition observers ejected. They would take the opposition observers like they did in Detroit and they did in Atlanta and they did in Philadelphia where you had more votes than you had voters. Other than that, it was a very good election, but you had more votes than you had voters. Other than that, it was wonderful. But they did a North Korean style turnout. This is what they talked about. Illegally altered vote tabulation data. All of these things, this is what they used to talk about. These things happened, they said, in Ukraine in 2004. Now, to a large extent, they happen here. We'll prove it. We'll be out there fighting. You have. <laughs> Sounds like he's saying what I've been saying, doesn't it? Incredible American patriots. You have incredible American patriots. You know, I saw one here. I didn't even know he was coming. Where is Mike? The pillow man. Where is he? I saw him. Mike Lindell. You know, it's, uh, it's amazing.
He's out there fighting. He is a patriot and he's got people fighting with him. They are really patriots. And, you know, I think on behalf, look at the crowd, they're going up. I'm not sure that even Jim got as big a hand as you, okay? But they're going up. Look at this crowd going as far as the eye can see. They're all giving you a standing ovation. So we appreciate it, Mike. We appreciate it. But there's mountains, as Mike, but as many, many people will tell you, including the gentleman that spoke before you this evening, I understand there's just mountains of evidence, including on camera in the middle of the night when ballots were pulled from under the tables. You saw that after Republican poll watches were kicked the hell out of the counting rooms. You saw that with the woman with the tables. They said there's a massive there is a massive water main leak. Everybody leave. They all ran out for their lives. They ran out so fast. Who reported that to you first? Do you guys know? Yeah, I did on election night. I told you about that on election night. I see it all. I told you about that on election night on November 4th at like 1 a.m. I told you about that on election night. Damn, they're really pulling the trigger. Damn, they're doing it. Don't believe me? Look it up. Because I was cut. The only copyright infringement I have on Twitch is streaming the elections. I told you that. I told you that. But you know, mm, whatever. Wait. Listen, it gets better because he tells you everything you need to know. And then this group of people came in and they started stuffing the ballot boxes. That's all it was. It's a terrible thing. That was in Georgia, where they said everything was so wonderful. And by the way, now they're saying they could delete over 100,000 names. I said, why the hell didn't you delete them before the election, not after the election? Why didn't they do that? Why didn't they do it before the election? Ballots were wheeled in through back doors and swing states days after the election. They had no idea that we were going to win by this much. You know, they thought it was going to be a close election. And then all of a sudden they see these massive numbers in Pennsylvania. I hear now that Wisconsin is looking very, very seriously. And I respect Wisconsin so much. It's a great state. They're looking very seriously. Pennsylvania is really starting to take this very seriously. And Michigan is not, I don't tell you, you can't get... You can't get those uh, Republicans. Some are great, by the way, but Michigan is uh, not doing the job. They're right by you. You know, how do you win? How do you win Ohio by so much record numbers and lose Michigan? There's one way I can tell you. There's one way. But the rhinos in Michigan Senate are not doing anything. So I think the people are really starting to push them very strongly. But I want to thank Pennsylvania. I want to thank Wisconsin. They're really starting to move, and they don't like what they're seeing. In Montana, over 6% of a certain county's mail-in ballots are missing evidence to prove that if they were legitimate or not. They're missing all of this evidence, and think of it, Montana. You know, a lot of, a lot of mail-in ballots. Wherever you have the mail-in ballots, by the way, do you see the fraudulent votes in New York City for the congressional race? I actually think that the woman Democrat lost, okay? But they were weeks and weeks. They couldn't figure it out. They were all gone. I could figure it out. 
But those mail-in ballots are treacherous, the way they can manipulate them, get rid of them, lose them. Affidavits from hundreds and hundreds of poll workers and poll watchers and witnesses across the country were signed under penalty of perjury, but they were silenced and never, ever heard in court because many of our judges were gutless. And our Supreme Court, I must say, I am ashamed of our Supreme Court. I'm ashamed. They were not allowed to be seen or be used. And I won 18 out of 19 bellwether counties. When that happens, you win. When that happens, you win. If you win Ohio and if you win Florida, you win. If you win Ohio and you win Florida and you win Iowa, and all by big numbers, big, big win in Florida, all by big numbers. When that happens, nobody's ever lost. Nobody's ever lost. This was the scam of the century, and this was the crime of the century. We swung the previously Democrat Star County on the border of Texas, gained a half million votes in Los Angeles County, and doubled my vote total in a place called the Bronx, because we did great with Hispanics. And we did great with the African-American community, but it didn't matter that much. Vote counting is an amazing thing. And yet we're told Joe Biden, who couldn't fill 12 circles in a high school gym, 81 million votes. You know, the 75 is the largest vote in the history of our country for a sitting president, right? No president has ever gotten anywhere even close to that number. One Paul manager who worked in Fulton County, Georgia for two decades said that she witnessed thousands and thousands of counterfeit ballots for Joe Biden with identical photocopied markings. They were all identical. They were all done identically. How does that happen? And again, for all you salty bitches out there, I, in June and May and April and July and August, told you who's calling the elections. Who did I tell you was going to call it? The media was going to call it. What does that mean? I already knew that they were going to steal this. I think I had Millie put together that report that says, will they steal the 2020 election that we did in 2019? But, you know, whatever, right? Shills, right? She was pressured to drop her claim, and then she was fired very, very viciously. Instead of hearing evidence from election fraud experts, rhinos in Michigan are calling for sham investigations to shut down. Shut it down immediately, say these rhino Republicans. Shut it down immediately, even though Detroit is perhaps the single most corrupt election area in the United States. You heard what happened there. The number of votes and the number of voters. And these guys say, shut it down. Somebody's going to have to say, why do they want it shut down? 55% of voters support election audits. And again, I want to thank the brave Republican senators in the state of Arizona for what they're doing. So someone in the chat said, if they knew that the elections were being stolen, why did it happen? It's because there's naysayers. There's people that wanted the election stolen. And I guess it's because God wanted it to happen. Because otherwise, you would not have seen 
what really is happening. Now, that is quite important for you to understand that. We talked about it in 2020, months before the election. I told you who's calling the elections, and it was the media. It was AP. It was not an official authority. They were the ones that were going to call it. How, well, how did you know? Because it was my damn playbook. That's the playbook I had for Ukraine. I spelled it out in the nicest way I could without discouraging people, because if you put out too much discouraging and tell them de fact X, Y, Z is going to happen, they won't listen. If you give them the notion that, Hey, there's the possibility, then no one, right. Would be in the position they are now, which are, they're losing their mind. They ran and said, how, well, how is it possible? And this is, well, they knew. And those that were surrounding our president also knew, but they didn't say a word because they wanted it to happen. And that is God's will. We cannot go against what God wills. He can destroy anything he creates and he can create something out of nothing. So that is it. And don't forget, you got your red string gang that was lulling you to sleep. We got this. We got this. No, man, I was talking about that stuff that you were red stringing. That's happening now, not then now, because the future proves the past and whose past can you see is undeniably proved. Is it the red string gang? No, there you go. There you go. That's all you need to remember is what they were telling you and what was really happening. So what was really, really happening now while we're going through this and listen to what he says, because, whoa, it's really important for those of you that watched it maybe and were distracted with the oohs and the ahs. I want you to listen carefully, right, to what he says, because Right after this, I'm going to give you a little insight of what's coming, of what is really coming. And you should anticipate that with uh, open arms. And I know you guys that will get it will be very excited. Because they saw what was happening and I have nothing to do. What, what's going to happen is... They are going to issue a report at some time in the not-too-distant future, and it'll be very interesting to see, but that's them doing it. This is the Senate, State Senate of Arizona. Let's see how that comes out, but I guess it's going to be coming out very, very soon. And a lot of states have gone to watch them, and they've come away with praise, real praise. So let's see how that turns out. Arizona, it's a big deal. And a lot of things are happening now in the state of Georgia with all of the cancellation and all of the things that they're doing and all of the votes that they're taking out of the system and all of the dead people that they're finding. These are dead people. Some of the dead people requested an application and then voted. Where did you hear that? Even 30% of Democrats think there was cheating in the election and 78% of the Republicans think there was major, major cheating. Think of that. How do you have a government? You got to solve this problem because you can't have a country. You know, I say you need borders. Can't have a country without borders. Well, you can't have a country that's not going to have elections that are real and free. And people have to know that they're real and free. Otherwise, you don't have a country. You don't have a country. Our government spent four years and $48 million on a fabricated witch hunt 
about Russia, Russia, Russia. Hillary Clinton's the one that paid for it. You believe it? She paid for it. Her and, and the DNC. Think of the DNC. They paid for it. After years, they learned. How about this? Four years went on from the day I came down the escalator with our great former first lady. From the day I came down. And at the end, they said, no collusion. A friend of mine called up, said, you have to be the most honest person. That's real falsely claimed. She couldn't even get back in the big. And we have big back in. We have a big, big group of people and good people, patriotic people. The biggest tragedy of all is millions of Americans have lost confidence in their vote. We can't let that happen. And that's why I say you have to know what took place in 2020 before you can vote in 2022 or 2024. Oh, where'd we hear that too? You know, I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of friends, great people and patriots, and they love me and everything is good. They say, President, don't look back, look forward. You're leading in every poll. You're going to win the election so big in 24. Don't look back. And you know what I say? You have to look back. You have to look back. We won the election in 2020. Who the hell knows what's going to be in 2024? We won't even have a country left. We're not going to have a country left. And if we don't figure it out, we're not going to be in a position to win in 2022 or 2024. We'll never stop fighting for the true results of this election. And it's moving along rapidly, whether it's Democrats or rhinos who stand in our way. And, you know, in many cases, the rhinos are worse than the Democrats. Oh, we've been saying that, haven't they we? They think they can run our country like a dictatorship, but the American people are very smart, courageous, and unafraid, and we will not let that happen. We can't. Didn't I tell you the right is a problem more than the left? Why? Because you can't see the truth. You think they're on your side. The Democrats tell you exactly who the fuck they are. I've said this how many times? And this is why when you tell them the truth, they block you. When you point out the truth, they block you because they think that the numbers they have following them are real numbers. It's called the shadow net. It's these are trolls. This we've been saying for a long, long time, not just for the rhinos, but for those that are reporting and telling you they're your friends, <laughs> the ones that are telling you how they're in the know because they pose with pictures at public events, the ones that pull out the digital red string and tell you what it is. No, bitches, you can hold on to your seats because right after our president is done here, you're going to see just exactly what this trans organic is doing to flip it. The only way that you can regain power is by acknowledging the power that you gave them. And not only that, you have to flip it on its head where you make them powerless. How, how do you make Twitter, Facebook, Google, the news and everybody in between, right? Powerless. Huh? How do you make them powerless? Well, I'm going to give you some insight on that. And it's going to be so instant. And I did drop a marker on Telegram so that you guys remember it when it happens. We can. Remember, I'm not the one 
trying to undermine American democracy. I'm the one that's trying to save American democracy. Republicans across the country are uniting around a plan to fully secure every future election with the voter ID. Now, all of a sudden, the Democrats, they fought it for years. Now it's a 90% issue in the polls. And the Democrats, well, we always like voter ID. Do you believe this one? They always like voter ID for the first time. Universal signature verification, citizenship confirmation, chain of custody integrity controls, updated voter rolls, which are just terrible. What's, it's just terrible, the voter rolls. Illegal aliens allowed to vote, strong protection of poll watchers. In Philadelphia, in Detroit, they literally harassed innocent Republican poll watchers the hell out of a building. For days and days and days, as this election went on, it was a terrible thing they did. Illegal drop boxes and restoring the time-honored tradition of in-person voting on election day. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? They used COVID in order to cheat. They used COVID in order to rig the election and in order to steal the election. They used COVID. Oh, that's... Oh, see, all of us have been saying that, haven't we? Well, now it's been... See how the past is proven by the future. So what is it now? It's June 28th, 2021. Hmm. Sounds like um, we're a year ahead of the stuff, aren't we? Mm-hmm. That's what's up. As simple as it gets. With the help of everyone here tonight and patriots all across the country, we will do all that we are supposed to be doing and much more when we win giant Republican majorities next year. Also with us tonight, by the way, are some of the great people running for the Senate. Mike Gibbons, Mike, thank you very much, Mike. Jane Timken, great great job at the Republican Party. Jane, where is Jane? Jane, thank you, Jane, great job. Now, as you listen to this, I want you to pay attention to something. So back in the day at a Trump rally, when he would call certain people and he would do a poll, everyone would get excited. They would run right behind it. They would cheer and they would say, yes, if he said their names, that they are it. And guess what? Here's where you see the people saying, yeah, I don't know who the fuck that is. And I'm not cheering for them just because someone said so. Watch this happen with your own eyes. This is how the awakening begins. Pay attention here. Bernie Marino. Bernie, thank you very much. Thank you, Bernie. And Mrs. Marino, thank you very much. And Josh Mandel. Thank you, Josh. Wow. Hey, do you want to take a poll? Ready? Here's where he shows you the Who awakening. Who likes Jane Timken? Who likes Josh Mandel? What about Gibbons? Who likes Gibbons? You see that? For 50,000 people. I think we'll get out of this poll stuff. Yeah, we should get out of that poll stuff. We'll get out. That's what's up. uh, They're great people. They're working hard. I do love those polls, though. Those polls usually turn out to be very accurate. 
See what he's saying? And you know, you have a guy running Tim Ryan. He's a disaster. He's a stiff. He's a total stiff between him and his uh, counterpart with the, you know, with the lover from China. The, got a Chinese lover who happens to be a spy. Right? Eric Swalwell. How about Swalwell? <laughs> Is he the worst between him? Think of it. Shifty shift. These people. They walk out. We will take strong action against President Trump for his relationships with Russia. I'm saying, the hell do I have to do with Russia? I'm trying to figure it out. These people are really dishonest people. Tim Ryan is a disaster. He's a guy who failed Ohio and his district. He couldn't even get the vote that he needed in his own district in the last election. He's laughed at all over Washington. He's disrespected in Washington. He talks about workers all the time. He's talking about workers. He does nothing for the worker. It was all of the things that I did. Wow. I know that they were having problems at RSBN. They were saying it and they were apologizing. It's uh, kind of my trade delay. deals, my tariffs, my energy policies, my reduced taxes and regulations and everything else. That's what happened to our workers in this country. And that's why we came up with numbers, the likes of which we had 160 million people working there's never been anything like it in 2020 i became the first republican since ronald reagan to win a place called wow okay so it's like not not really doing well is it their stream it was really bad hold on let's see hold on here it is Let's see if we can get it going, because he says some really interesting things. Obviously, I skipped over a few parts where he said he's canceled. Stamped with that beautiful, people. beautiful phrase made in the USA. Made in the USA. We will stand up to China, make them pay trillions in reparations and ensure that America, not China, dominates the future. We will defend American sovereignty. We will secure America's borders and we will end illegal immigration. Yes, that dangerous, horrible term once and for all. We will break up big tech monopolies, reject left wing cancel culture, and we will restore the right to free speech yes, in America. Yes, yes. We will protect innocent life. We will defend our constitution and we will proudly upheld Judeo-Christian values and principles of our nation's founding. We will care for our veterans, continue to strengthen our military and give our police officers, border patrol, ICE and law enforcement of all kinds, 100% support. There will be no defunding. We will restore patriotic education to our schools and we will teach our children to love their country, honor our history and always respect our great American flag. No matter how powerful the sinister forces we are up against, may seem and they do look powerful and they get more powerful as we get weak and we got weak over the last five months very very pathetic and very very 
every week. We must never forget this country does not belong to them. It belongs to you, the American people. Yes. This is your home. This nation is your heritage. And our magnificent American liberty is your God-given right. The people of this land will not be ruled and talked down to by corrupt politicians, petty tyrants, left-wing bullies or socialist bureaucrats in a place called Washington, D.C. It's not going to happen. Our ancestors are the people that crossed an ocean for the right to live and pray and speak as they saw fit. They are the people who risk everything. They risk everything. Think of what you're here and you're generally happy, not necessarily 100% because of what took place. But they are the people who risk their lives to boldly declare their independence and then defeated the most powerful military on earth to win their freedom. Brave, incredible, brilliant people. And our ancestors are the people who tamed the great wilderness settled a vast continent, laid down the railroads, raised up the skyscrapers, and poured out their blood, sweat, and tears to build this country into the greatest nation in the history of the world. And we're not going to let it go. We will respect our heroes like George Washington and Abraham Lincoln and Thomas Jefferson. They will not be taken from us. America is still the nation that conquered the Wild West, that vanquished the murderous dictators, that ended the evil empires, and that sent a brave young man from Ohio to a plant. Think of it. Sent, you know who the man I'm talking about is? Who am I talking about? Do you know who it is? The stars and stripes on the face of the moon. Do you know who the man is, right? Do you know? Huh? Do you know? You know who it is. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is nothing that we cannot do. There is absolutely nothing we cannot match. There is no challenge that you will let us down. You will never let us down. The people of Ohio will never let us down. The people of our country will never let us down. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will never back down. We will never, ever surrender. My fellow Americans, our movement is far from over. In fact, our fight has only just begun. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. So with American pride swelling in our hearts and American courage stirring in our souls, I say these words to you tonight. We will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again.
We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Ohio. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we will. And you know why we will? Because he went to the 17th state on a date that is, again, the number 17 in a zip code that's the number 17. And it all begins there. I told you months ago that it will begin in Ohio. Ready, set, go. This is where we're at. Now, I'm going to show you today, sneak peek. Now, you have heard of something that we've been working on. A lot of people are like, what's Millie doing? Where is she? She's busy. She's busy. <laughs> we're all busy. Um, but she has younger children, so it's harder to manage the time. But here's where I let you peek a little bit into the future of what is coming. And how I will do that is by showing you. I can't just tell you. So I thought I could show you. Um, wait, before I do, let's take a quick intermission with a little bit of trolling. How's that? Who does she have the goods on? Let me make it simple for all of you listening. Every single fucking one of you. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, God will cut you down. Sooner or later, God will cut you down. Go tell that long time. Mm. Wait, you can't hear my audio? No audio? 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 Whoa, what happened? Is this better? What happened? Can you hear the audio? Is it good now? No? Huh. Let me see. Let me see. Um, this better? Is this better? Let me see. Is that better? Can they hear me? <gasps> what? Okay, no. Okay, good. We're all back. Good. Okay. There we go. Okay. So what you're seeing now is what we like to call telegeography. The channel's blowing up because they're all coming for this. Yeah, I want you to come for this. I want you to pay attention. Do you see these networks? Right? You see these networks? Right? So I'm repeating what I said since it came out muffled. You see these networks? Look at Africa. That's a dark continent. Lots of networks. Look at all them damn fiber cables in Syria. So weird. What is going on? Oh, and how about over there by Iraq and Iran? That's so weird. Oh my gosh, my favorite corruption. So take a look at all these underwater cables, right? These are what govern your information flow. These are what govern your information flow, your Wi-Fi, your cell phones, your ability to access the internet and talk. Here's how it happens. Now, how do we fix this? Think. How do we fix this? Do we cut the cables? No. Do we use Starlink and satellite? No. 
what you're looking at is your information highway. All your information on these cables is what you get on Wi-Fi, what you get on satellite, and what you get on Starlink that's coming. But here's what's up. What happens? What happens when I give you quantum internet that uses none of those highways? What happens when I take you to another reality of your internet? What happens when I've cloned the fucking internet in a place where you can't access it or touch it? What happens when you're the owner of that internet and nobody else can? What happened? How's Google going to sue me if I'm in another universe? Just saying. Hypothetically speaking, of course. So let me introduce you to the concept of uh, quantum internet that they're trying to sell you. Because what they're trying to sell you is not a time machine. I'm giving you the time machine. I'm not giving it to you right now. But I will create it for you. It's almost done. You see, they can control your money because you're on that network. They can control your information because you're on, on that network. I don't care if you're using Google Bloons, if you're using Starlink, if you're using the internet, uh, hardwire, Wi-Fi, or if you're using satellites. But like I said, I didn't mean to set the world on fire. What happens when you don't need a phone company to make a phone call? What happens when you don't need an ISP provider to access the internet? What happens when you have such strong encryption <laughs> that they can't get in to pull out information? They could get in, but they can't get out. It's a one-way system. See, this is something that they know is coming because they messed up. Where they thought the experiment had failed back in 1981 unfortunately the experiment the lab rat was very compliant but it seems that it took because they made a mistake one thing that i've mentioned many many times before is that case in england about evil children we've talked about it, it was horrific how children right are innately evil this is what they proved in court because they don't have a sense of what's good and bad. This is what they tell you. Normally, a human child uh, that is developing doesn't have the sense of good and evil until they're older. Hence, this applies. But what if the child was upgraded and, you know, maybe it failed? I'm just saying. What if you think it failed? That would make that child a little bit different. And then things just keep swapping between, I don't know, the quantum entanglement theory is such BS. So I think it's important. I think it's important that you can envision what tomorrow will be like. And tomorrow isn't a de facto tomorrow. And so discussions have been had of how and where we can get things done, you know, like. How are we going to um, um, fix things? How are we going to do things? You know, I see a lot of people that are uh, posting things like, 
we've got a new, you know, look, come join this new social platform. No, it's still on their internet. Come use this new da-da-da. No, still on their internet. <clears throat> come to... <clears throat> Come use this, but there's stipulations. No, but it's the internet. I want to show you what a digital frontier looks like uh, for now as a test, but isn't the final cut. You're going to say, what? Yeah, it's not there yet. But here's what it will look like. I just want you guys to see what it will look like. It's, uh, it's quite fascinating, and I think you're going to love it. So let's get it on. Oops, wrong video. It's not the tester, is it? Gosh darn it, when you're banned off of um, Twitter, you don't know how to ship through. Let's see, is it, um, this is, oh, this is the experimental where you have your portals into your own universe. Here is Gavin's portal right there. Oh, look at that. What's that? Is that, is that a device? Oh, yes, it is. It totally is. It totally is. But wait. Wait, it gets better. There's going to be so much more coming. Imagine having a device that nobody can touch. Imagine having an encryption system so good <laughs> that even Dominion would be very upset about. Uh, of course they would because, you know, um, <laughs> the person that actually well, let's just leave it at that. Hold on. Let me show you what they're selling you as to what would the quantum internet look like. Let me share that with you. This is, this is important. You need to see what they're selling. Take advantage of quantum phenomena to tackle massive problems that are hailed as the future of computing. But what about a quantum internet? What would that look like? And would it even be worth it? Quantum Internet is actually in the works with the U.S. Department of Energy, recently rolling out a blueprint describing research goals and engineering barriers on the way to it. Although we've been working on it for about the last decade, Quantum Internet is sort of hard to define. There's no real clear meaning for it beyond sending quantum signals back and forth. And there are a few ways to go about doing it. Probably the method that is most in reach is by sending these quantum signals via photons over fiber optic cables. But Julian, you say, we already send our classical internet signals through optical fibers. How is this different? That's a great question, fellow curious mind. The difference is these photons would have their polarization states manipulated to turn them into what are known as qubits. Instead of the pulses of photons representing a one or a zero, a single photon could represent a one, a zero, or both simultaneously. This is thanks to a phenomenon called superposition. Sending information this way would be especially useful for security. It would be possible to use the qubits in the mathematical process of disguising data called encryption and detect if an outside party had intercepted the qubits and was trying to crack the code. Eavesdropping on a quantum channel would be very difficult indeed. It could be made even more difficult by leveraging another quantum phenomenon called entanglement. Two particles or quantum systems that are entangled after an interaction are linked. Knowing the state of one will tell you the state of the other, and when one changes, the other changes too, and does so instantaneously. This means communication would be possible across vast distances, potentially faster than the speed of light. And because nothing is sent through a wire, the message cannot be intercepted. But there is the issue of getting the entangled particles where they need to be in the first place. 
once they interact, they still need to be separated. The current means of doing this still involves sending a newly entangled photon down a fiber optic cable to its final destination. And that reliance on fiber optic cables to carry messages or to establish an entangled network is one of the first technical challenges a quantum internet has to overcome. Photons traveling in fiber optics can get scattered or absorbed. Yeah, that is, oh my God, you guys hear myself. Okay, you guys can hear me now? Okay, I just wanted to say this is so primitive. Because they're trying to sell you quantum internet with fiber cables. <laughs> Guess what? You know, I kind of like this. It's kind of like sweet. But I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to steal the internet. And I'm going to give it to the total Robin Hood, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> See, this is so primitive. See, they want you. This is the problem. They're primitive. Because they don't have the right skills. They're not smart. Okay? They're not smart. This is primitive. This is primitive. And see, it all comes down to what's to come. They can't stop it. Now, a lot of us, uh, you know, during the discussions, we're thinking, okay, let's bring a baby out that kind of, uh, you know, ushers people into that. Right, because it's Quicks is already being hit by lawsuits by big tech companies for stupid stuff. They are. <laughs> They're going to be hit by lawsuits. Like you stole YouTube. It's like, well, I don't know. I don't think you can really sue me where I'm at. <laughs> so um, this is going to be really fun to watch because the way. It's created is how history has been provided to you in advance. That's all I have to say on that. Now, I wanted to um, also show you uh, just a couple weeks ago, they're, they're really trying to get ahead of the message, how they have made quantum internet a reality. And no, they have not. Because... Quix isn't here yet for them to try to copy. You know what's funny is that they can't even copy it. It's going to be the most insane thing you've ever seen. So while you go through all the pain and all the suffering, I want you to know. In the past couple of years, we've seen a number of studies carried out to make quantum Internet a reality. And while it's taken a while to see some progress, scientists have finally had their eureka moment. And boy, is it sweet. In fact, the most recent breakthrough in quantum networking came from Purdue University, where engineers have been working day and night on a method to fix a serious problem that stops the development of quantum networks large enough to reliably support several users. And you know what? They finally made some massive headway. According to a recent report published by the researchers in Optica, these engineers are laying the groundwork to create a series of quantum computers and quantum sensors that will have the ability to go online and successfully communicate with each other. The paper describes how a team of engineers have successfully deployed a programmable switch capable of adjusting the quantity of data sent to each user by choosing and redirecting certain wavelengths of light carrying data to different channels. 
This switch will make it possible to increase the number of users without having to endure photon loss as the network expands in size. Yes, you might be surfing the web using quantum technology in the next few years, but photon loss is still a major problem that hinders this innovative technology. Because as soon as you lose photons in a fiber optic network, you've lost information. That being said, it's not been an easy ride for the scientists that made this major breakthrough. According to Andrew Weiner, a distinguished professor of electrical and computer engineering at Purdue, the team has had to undertake multiple daunting approaches that initially required them to physically interchange dozens of fixed optical filters tuned to individual wavelengths. This made it difficult to adjust connections between users, and it also contributed to greater photon loss. But with the new method, scientists don't have to worry about adding filters any time a new user joins a network. They simply programmed the wavelength selected through the switch to direct data-carrying wavelengths to the new user, thereby minimizing operational costs and maintenance as well as making quantum internet way more efficient. According to the paper, the wavelength switch was also able to alter the bandwidth depending on the user's requirements. No. This, as I said, is primitive. You can't have that. You need to be able to command time. And I don't know of anyone else that can command time. I mean, a lot of people pretend that they're the ones commanding time or that they're coming to you because they're hijacking it because they were told to hijack it, right? But we can't tell you all this. We have to show it to you. So, you know, while many will sit there, I'm telling you, we will have all the naysayers. Hey, all you little bitches out there, right? This is fine for me. This is fine for me for now. I'm totally fine because I know what's coming. You don't. And the thing is, when there are people that can control the access to your information, Right. When there are people that can control uh, access uh, to who you can communicate with, what you can communicate about, how you can communicate, and they charge you for it. Think of it this way. They're charging you all these fees. Right. Because because they're laying cables out. That's what they're telling you. They're also charging you fees because they need people to maintain the cables. Right. They're also telling you they're charging you fees for satellites and servicing you. And your cell phone company needs towers to just radiate across. Well, guess what? You're going to have the internet in your pocket. It's going to be yours. It's going to be your phone. It's going to be your internet. It's going to be everything. And I'm telling you this today on January 28th, 2021. And you're going to see just how much panic is dropping because really big companies have come after that. You have to think there was one company that almost got it right and they got rid of it. So the whole thing here is we don't need new social media platforms. We don't need new VPNs. We don't need a way to protect ourselves from our data being mined. We need to own it. And you know what? Like I said, while many may scoff and laugh, well, I've got years of a track record that tell you different. Now, there are many events that change because of losers and because of naysayers. What you have to understand is the only way you control the narrative is if you own the narrative. The only way you control information is if you own the access to the information. Right now, they do all of that in some time. <laughs> They will have none of that. 
They will be fighting a ghost that they can't see. They don't know where it begins and ends. And I'm going to tell you, while all of you think, oh, this platform's like non-censorship. Let me tell you something. If they want to, they can cut your ISP. They can mess with your networking. What are you going to do? Pick up your house and go? Go somewhere else? Maybe go under another name? Because they can cut your banking and cancel you. They can cut your power. They can cut your phone. They can cut your internet. What do we do? Do we just let them cut everything because they want to? They can cut your banking, digital currency, right? You know why they're coming after crypto so hard, right? Because there's laws already in place that they decide where you're allowed to spend your crypto. You will have digital currency for food, digital currency for rent, digital currency for health, and they will tell you how you can allocate it. Those that choose the cities will have that. Those that will not will have the luxury of being free. And the point is, we don't want the cities in the country. We want it to be one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And here's that time. And this is where it's coming. Now, (laughs) I've got a few more left. But we're going to get it done. And the first intro to it will be this fall. And this is where you are going to be introduced to the new internet, the new information highway that guess what? Nobody can own. Nobody can own. The media, obsolete. YouTube, obsolete. Facebook, obsolete. Twitter, obsolete. Everything obsolete. Actually, you can access Twitter, Facebook, everything. But guess what? They can't mine your data. They can't see your data. They can't do shit with your data. Because, you know, it's a mirror after all. See, that's the way it is. I mean, I never meant to set the world on fire, but whatever. God bless. Set the world on fire. I just want to start a flame in your heart. In my heart, I have but one desire. And that one is you No other will I've lost all ambition Worldly acclaim I just want to be the one you love And with your admission Would you feel the same?